Nate Holiday here once again. It is Saturday where we are. If mm-hmm. you're listening today, it's Saturday where you are. Right. Mo- most likely. Most likely. Unless you're on the other side of, uh, what do they call that, the international date timeline? The world. Yeah, unless you're on the other side of the world. Huh. All right. Um, so, today we have something a little different. Yeah, we went for Mother's Day last week. Which is nice and uplifting. Yeah. How was your Mother's Day? Um, good. Good. I guess. I just talked to my mom, sent her flowers. Yeah. Um, and then a little other gift, but I mean, I didn't do anything for it. Oh, okay. I'm not a mom. There you go. I mean, I'm a dog mom, but. Right. Yeah. So. Sure. Um, so today we're going to talk about the deep web and the dark web. Yeah. What was the conversation we had the other day? Because this isn't just coming out of like left field. There isn't any rhyme or reason for it. But what did you bring up the other day? I honestly don't remember, but I know it spawned conversation after. Was it some, I feel like you saw some on a show or online Um, or something. Possibly. I don't know. But anyways, Ryan brought up something about it the other day. Yeah. And I kind of feel like our podcast is on the deep web because we haven't had anybody email us in a while. Yeah, people. So can't. maybe people can't find us. Maybe it's we the weekly lab. The weekly lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. Yes. And we welcome your emails and your uh, topic suggestions. Yes. Now, with that said, mm-hmm. the deep web mm-hmm. versus the dark web. Yes, because there's two different ones. There's two different ones, but they're kind of the same, right? Uh, a little bit. So a lot of people do intermix the two terms, mm-hmm. but they are technically two separate things that involve similar things. If that makes sense. Interesting. Because so, like whenever you think of the internet, you think like, I mean, the saying is, oh, everything's on the internet. You can just mm-hmm. find it on the internet. Yeah. But there's like, there's like an invisible wall mm-hmm. that blocks you from accessing the other side, which is the dark web, the deep web. The deep web comes first. The easier deep, to okay. access. Yeah. So um, it's basically described as like the best way to visualize the three tiers of the internet is an iceberg. Ooh. That's how it's always displayed for whatever reason. So the regular web where you and I just go to like Bing or Google and search something, it's called the regular web, obviously. Obviously. And that's the part of the iceberg that is visible above water. Okay. So just picture that. And usually the iceberg is largest underneath. Right. I learned that in school. Yeah, which... Now that you say that, we'll get into that a little bit, but that's not really an accurate representation. Of an iceberg or of the internet? The internet. Oh, okay. okay. The intranet. Gotcha, gotcha. So the regular web is the visible part above the water. Mm-hmm. The deep web comes next, which I learned this. I mean, I know a little bit about it just from stuff we'll get into here in a minute. Um, not personal experience. So you've never been in the deep web? No. Oh, okay. Physically? <laughs> no. No. Um, so the deep web comes next, and I thought it was the other way around, but that's like the next tier, like right under the water of the iceberg so that's the next like chunk and then the deep or the dark web don't get it mixed up the dark web is the deepest part of the iceberg all these terms deep and dark yeah they should have named them something with the like a different first letter so that people weren't so confused but yeah maybe everybody else gets it and me and you are just the ones butchering it i doubt it yeah you never know um but essentially the deep web which comes after the regular internet yeah. is just unindexed things like things that aren't technically monitored unless they actually go searching for it. You know, the internet. So, so the way I understood it was it's stuff that you won't find like on a search engine, right? You have to use a special search engine like Tor. Tor, Tor. is like the big one um, that allows you. And I know you said you used it before, but it wasn't for like dark web things. It was just like a regular search engine. Tor. 
Oh, I thought you said you did. Uh, Duck, Duck, Go. Oh, Duck, Duck, Go. Yeah. So they have things called Tor, and then Duck, Duck, Go is a search engine. Yeah, I've heard that. that. Yeah, you said you used it like back in the day um, that people use for the dark web or deep web, and then also Excavator hmm. was another one. Um, and then you have to also use the same type of things, but there's also encryption and stuff to get to the dark web. I wonder who set this up. I have no idea, but it's been around for a really long time. Interesting. Okay, so if I want to access something on the deep web, mm -hmm. it just means that I'm not going to see it through Google, through Bing, Yahoo. Mm -hmm. So there's stuff that exists. And yeah. it's not all, like, criminal, though, right? Like, it can just be no. normal people. Yeah, literally. I mean, obviously, it's... Uh, and I'm not profiling, so if anybody is listening that goes on these things, like, generally, it's weird people. Mm -hmm. They want to talk about things that are uncensored. So you essentially it's what the internet was created for if you want to say but there's so much censorship and monitoring on there the regular is. internet um you know through the foundations or whatever you want to call them the facilities and the people that monitor that the kind of stuff the institutions yeah yeah but basically people go on the deep web and there's a lot of like blogs and things like that it's kind of like the underground reddit essentially Ooh. so it's just like people can have uncensored conversations about anything without getting your post Old. deleted because yeah. you offended somebody. Yeah. It's like people who post things to TikTok, which is a huge app now, and they're like, oh, it just keeps getting deleted. Like, somebody showed their friend jumping off a roof, and he actually, like, broke a couple discs in his back Ooh. because he missed, like, a huge beanbag chair he was trying to jump on and, like, hit his spine wow. on the ground. And they said TikTok kept deleting it because it showed violence. But it was just see. like an accident. Go you to know? the deep web and you can bypass all that and censorship. You can post it as many times as you want. So essentially that's what people go on the deep web for. Now the dark web has your illegal illicit activities. Ooh. And that can stem from who knows what. Um like things. the uh the ivory trade. Yeah. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like buying organs. Organs? Yep. What would you Black do with an organ? I mean, I guess you could sell it to somebody who needed it and make a lot of money. Essentially, that's why they harvest organs, from what I know. Like yeah. somebody who needs a liver transplant, you buy one off the black market on the deep web and sell it to them for like hundreds of thousands of dollars, Jeez. I guess. Um, but the one key thing... That would definitely get censored on Google, I feel. Yeah. You know, if you just go like any Yahoo forums, hey, can I hire somebody to slice this guy open so I can take his liver? Yeah. They'd probably, he, he, sorry, you violated our terms of use, you like, know? Oh, dang it. <laughs> He looks like he's got a good liver. <laughs> so, that, so that's why the dark web is around. Yeah. Um, it was created basically just for an uncensored thing um, where people could do that kind of stuff. You can buy, like, um, uh, so the reason that I've seen this is there's a trend going around on YouTube, and it has for, like, a couple of years of people ordering what they call dark web mystery boxes. I feel like you mentioned that in one of our last shows. I did? Or were we talking offline? Either way, I've heard you mention that, that you were watching videos of somebody doing like an unboxing that they got from the dark web and yeah. they didn't know what it was going to be. It was the other day when you brought up whatever you can't remember you brought up. Yeah, my and memory is terrible. But essentially, there's a bunch of YouTube channels that started off as something else. Like this one guy started off by um, exploring abandoned locations. Mm -hmm. um, and he somehow got into like ordering a dark web mystery box. And then that's pretty much like 95% of his YouTube content. And everyone, um, not everyone, because he's got like 600 thousand plus subscribers now and another guy that i watch or have watched has like one point something million mm -hmm. um a lot of people think that they're fake yeah because they're like anybody can go they were saying like go to an antique store and just buy a bunch of old crap that seems really spooky and send yeah. it to yourself um but one of the guys the original guy I was talking about made a video and he was like i'll be honest he's like i am in college he's like but i am not this smart like i could not put this kind of stuff together because a lot of the boxes are like puzzles 
and they're trying like they have like stuff written on the box itself in like black light and then there's clues in the box to like kind of figure it out sometimes they get like latin long locations of things like it's very weird huh. um but basically they just surfed around until and a lot of these guys talk to each other now because it's not like a huge thing that people mm. do and they share websites that that they found um to purchase these and sometimes you know they've got like bloody knives or things that they think are like I don't know just weird things like that of course you wouldn't sell that on like eBay yeah um but that's just a huge YouTube trend and I don't I think I was watching like paranormal investigations on somebody's channel and ironically they just had a random like dark web box and it was just clickbait because then you know the suggested videos I just clicked on it and clicked on it and mm -hmm. I was like this is weird like and that's like my whole experience with the dark web is I learned a lot from watching their videos because some of the guys too do like I surfed the dark web and talked to like a hacker or something because there's chat rooms where you can hire hackers yeah um but the thing about the dark and deep web if you buy things on there it's they only use cryptocurrency which is uh, Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Bitcoin. I think there's others out there. Yeah. So it's non-traceable. Now, so do, you, do you have to uh, do you have to pay taxes? Like in Connecticut, anything that you buy online, mm -hmm. they, they charge taxes. Do you think that applies to the dark web or the deep web? Um, I would say it depends on the seller, probably. Yeah. I don't think that somebody's going to look and be like, oh, you live in Connecticut. They start, they charge you on Amazon state taxes, so I'm going to do it. You well, know? I think it would be responsible if the sellers on the dark web Followed state protocol. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're putting, you know, you're putting people out of business by, by yeah. undershooting them like that. Do you think people on the dark web care? Yeah, uh, that's a, I don't know. I've never met them. That's and true. And these people can be in your own backyard. You were saying, like, yeah, these they are, could be. They could be anywhere. It's be not just Russia. Totally, no, not at all. Totally normal people. I know there has been talk about like terrorists on there recruiting people and stuff like that, but there's very limited evidence that they actually have used the dark web to recruit people, like yeah. to ISIS and stuff. Um, there's also been websites that claim they were raising money for Islamic terrorists and things, but they're like after investigating, there was no proof that they even raised any money. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, you have to transfer your money to be Bitcoin in order to purchase anything off the dark web. But you well, can who can get afford the dark web? Bitcoin is way up there. Expensive, right? But they they say like, oh, I bought this for like point zero 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 seven five Bitcoin or something uh, crazy. There you go. You know, you can like it's not a physical coin, so you can like break it up or whatever. Yeah, I gotcha. I but gotcha. Two, sometimes they buy bootleg things. Like, you can buy bootleg computers. You can buy bootleg iPhones. Like DVDs. I, I'm sure you can. So, that's the majority of, like, what I've seen um, as far as, like, what I have heard. I mean, obviously, there's, like, endless information. And another video was, like, um, somebody was, like, you know, I get asked all the time, like, how do you access the dark web or deep web? And he's like, here, I'll do you a favor. And he pulled up Google on his computer and was like screen recording and literally mm -hmm. just typed it in. And it spells it out. Like even just doing research for today's show, it blatantly spells it out how to access the dark web. It's not a secret. So anybody can do it. Yeah. It's just if you want to allow people access to your stuff. Because even though like your Bitcoin's encrypted. Yeah. People like. It's so like if I were to go on to the dark web. Mm-hmm. Can anybody else in the dark web see that I joined their little server or whatever you want to call it? And then they can be like, oh, look, I can access his computer. Webcam, yeah. Ooh. People have had issues with that from what I've heard. Like hackers and stuff get their webcam and then it just stays running all the time and they can see what you're doing. Creeps. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say yes, but it's not like you sign into like the Tor browser and someone's like, oh, Ryan Rivers. Right. I'm going to take his stuff. It has to be somebody who's actively monitoring the system. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but it's definitely possible. So you're putting yourself out there one way or another for them to get your information. But then again, I've already had my eBay stuff hacked. Yeah, I've had my so. debit card number hacked. I've had my social hacked. Somebody tried to claim me as a dependent, remember? I remember that. We lived in Alaska, and my TurboTax told me, oh, you can't file your taxes. You already did it. Somebody was claimed like, you. Yeah, I was like, I haven't been somebody's dependent in like eight years. Huh. So. So do you think the... Uh, do you think the dark web is more of uh, more risky? Yeah, probably so, just because of the people that it uh, it draws, huh? Yeah, because it's a little bit tougher to get into, from what I'm understanding, and it attracts a way different crowd. Can you get to the dark web without going through the deep web? I think so. <laughs> yeah, you might pass through it yeah, without knowing it, maybe. but I think yeah, you can get into one or the other. So, like I said, it depends on what you're trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like I said, I've never. I've never even messed around with it. Honestly, I shouldn't have even Googled it on my phone because phones are watching you all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't Google how to access it. But it's not illegal. No. But what you do on there is often illegal. Yeah. So it's not illegal to just go poke around the dark web. No. I mean, you shouldn't do it, but I don't think you'd get, like, arrested or something over it. And that's what some you of the... You shouldn't do it because, like, morals, like, it's it goes against your vice principles or... Because be- it's not monitored by the government, so especially in the U.S., they'd probably, like, poop their britches. They'd be like, what is this guy it. doing? Yeah, because it's automatic that you're doing something sketch. Yeah. You know? So it's probably safer to just stay off of it. Well, I, I plan on staying off of it. Yeah, I have no desire. There's nothing on there that I want because you come across, like... But there might be. You don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. You don't know what's on there that you might want. That's true. I mean, think about it. What's something that you always wanted? I mean... A a unicorn. You always talk about those. What if they had those on the dark web? And here you are missing out. I might have to go on there. I don't know. I I recently found out that I cracked my phone screen. I don't want to go pay $1,500 for a new one. I could get one for like $150. I bet somebody on the dark web could hook you up. Yeah. They might murder somebody in order to get their phone from them. (sighs) As long as I don't know about it. Just get the phone. Yeah. I don't know. But obviously... There's things like illegal gun markets, drugs, hackers. There's hitmen on there from what I've heard. Like, And it's so goofy because you can't tell if these are serious or not. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, If the government knows this thing exists, why are mm-hmm. they not monitoring it? They are to some degree. So um, I found an article about like three stupid things you can do on the dark web to get caught. Just three. Um, well, it's just the top three. And I was laughing at myself because I'm like, you know what? This person's an idiot. Um because this one guy sold a gun, an illegal gun, like mm-hmm. to somebody, and it turns out that he sold it to a cop oh. that was on there just posing as a buyer. And the reason he got caught was because he left his fingerprints on the gun. I was going to say, how would they track him, though, if it's through that little tour system? But yep. that makes sense. Yeah. Like he, the cop obviously had no idea who it was because everything's encrypted. Took it to the lab, put yep. it in the database, and boom, there he is. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's one of the stupidest things. Like, if you're a seller on there and you sell something, you don't know if you're selling it to, like, an FBI agent, a SWAT guy, a cop, like, just your average person who's like, screw this, I'm turning this in just to get somebody in trouble, you know? Um, One of the other things is that there are over a billion websites that are now registered on regular, like, internet stuff. Um, They said the amount of websites that are on the dark and deep web make up like 0.5% of all websites that exist. So So the iceberg isn't exactly accurate. Exactly. So it's actually way bigger at the top and smaller at the bottom, contrary to popular belief. Exactly. Um, So they were saying the other way you can get in trouble is if you open a website, like you start a website on the dark web, 
it puts you on everybody's radar because a lot of the dark and deep web people know each other because it's so small. So if you start your own website, everyone's going to know that there's a new website in town, essentially. It's like your neighbor got a new car, you notice. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, it's normal if you're on there all the time, especially as somebody who's already like running some type of dark web business and then mm. somebody else pops up with it, you're going to know. And so if there's like people but in But how law would they find you? It's just like who you are. Yeah. I mean, they could just either hack you. Yeah. I would say probably a lot of the people that are on there selling things or running websites are hackers themselves. That might not be the business they're portraying, but they're probably pretty good with computers if they just do that on the regular, I would assume. Wow. But that's one of the things. You don't know if it's a legit website because like on that Hitman website, the guy that was reviewing it on YouTube was like, I feel like this is a police sting. Like it was saying like if you want a regular person to just be like beat up. It's like $5,000. If you want somebody killed, it's 10000 If you want a celebrity who has a bunch of security and stuff, it's like 150000 What? Yeah. And when do you ever hear celebrities getting killed by like some black market, like dark web person? Um, mm-hmm. And so the guy was like, I really feel like, because he wanted to say like, um, he wanted to click on one and click the next screen just to see what it prompts you to do to right, pay for it right. and everything. He's like, but I'm not going to, because I feel like if I do that, it's going to like ding on some cop's computer. So... You can't really tell if it's legit or not. So, hmm. I mean, I I wouldn't even mess around with it. I wouldn't even buy a box off there because it's not worth it. Um, but they are actively monitoring it. It's just not something, I guess, that gets talked about a lot. Or yeah. I mean, people know that they're on there. Um, so one of the articles I found, because I was like trying to Google like people doing stupid things on the dark web and getting caught. Yeah. And I came across an article from 2014 about, like, the biggest dark web bust in history to date. In 2014. Um, mm-hmm. So this was six years ago. Yep. Um, there was this uh, drug pin, I guess, mm-hmm. like, drug community on there called Silk Road um, that was busted in 2014. That was, like, the company, yeah. uh, their name on the dark web. And uh, it was actually a police involvement that was a 17-nationwide involvement. So they um, coordinated events and they took down more than 410 hidden services. The market contraband, particularly drugs and weapons. So 17 different countries were involved in this one, like, drug kingpin. Huh. Yeah. All on the dark web. Yep. Uh, It says the operation led to 17 arrests and the seizure of $1 million in Bitcoin, along with $1,810 extra dollars in cash, drugs, gold, and silver. Huh. So, I mean, they were making bank, but they, I, I don't really know exactly. I didn't read through the whole article, but that just shows how much money is rolling around on the dark web and illegal things. Well, like drugs that's the, like drugs. Like you don't even need the internet to get drugs. You know what I mean? You can right. just go to most major cities, unfortunately, and find somebody to sell you drugs. Yeah. So I wonder like what was going on in the deep web that, or the dark web mm-hmm. that involved drugs. Was it like how they're trafficking it? Was it... This is where our growers are, and they're getting distributed to these 17 nations, or or is it like these are the key people of a huge drug ring, and they're spread out all over the world in order to push their product? Yeah, and that's what what I've come to gather is a lot of the people on there know each other, Mm -hmm. Um, because... Take, for instance, one of the guys that gets dark web boxes. It says, like, one of the notes in his most recent box is, we are very familiar with you. <laughs> and it said, we. Like, and he had just recently bought it from a different seller. Yeah. Because he felt like one person was sending him 
things like pertaining to him specifically like they knew a lot about his life so he was like I just got rid of it I got rid of my computer everything and I bought it from a different seller and it was still linked to the other boxes and it said we are very familiar with you and like knew his name so if it's legit I feel like they're all linked because it's such a small community but I mean even on this website now that I'm looking at it people are saying that they don't understand how the feds located Silk Road and did the bus there's still no like strong evidence as of when this article was posted about how they actually infiltrated the Tor browser and found them. Probably a double agent. And that's what they mentioned too. There are double agents, like people that pose like as one of your sellers or something and it turns out they're cops. Huh. So, I don't well. know. Um, but statistically speaking too, I found, um, what does this say? It says um, the number, so obviously like I said, there's billions of different sites on the website, like Google, mm-hmm. like you can access a bunch. It said Tor hidden websites are between 7,000 and 30,000. So depending on how you look at it, it's 0.03% of the normal web. Huh. Yeah. Is there anything uh, productive going on in the deep web or the dark web that you've come across? Um. Because I know you did majority of the research on this. It yeah. was just uh, this morning we were talking about um, what to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I bet the... Uh, be interesting. I bet the deep or the dark web would be fascinating. But now I'm wondering, like, and I would say probably not, but, like, is there anything productive, anything innocent going on? Is it just, like, is there any, like, hey, let's sign into the deep web and play mm-hmm. um, video games with each other so that, because we're paranoid that people watch us? Like, you know, just anything like that. Yeah. Um, I have seen people play dark web video games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they involved a lot more, like, violence and things like that. It's still a video game. It's nothing serious. Um so I guess you could say that that's like one of the more productive parts of it. I don't know. I mean, I could see the deep web being interesting, having uncensored conversations, but yeah. I could also see that going like way mm-hmm. like off the grid as far as like legit content. Um, but I found some lists from like 2015, 2016 about what's actually involved on the dark and deep web. Cause see, I knew a guy one time, um, there's a, uh, you call it a tour. That's the website. It's like the browser... Um, well, he had something where it was like a torrent or a tor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he was like one of those paranoid dudes that like felt like everybody was like... Out uh, to get him. Tracing him and they're listening to us, man. Mm-hmm. And like he literally wouldn't even sign on to the internet with his computer without using the tor thing to keep himself anonymous. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm using that word right. The yeah, tor thing. But he, he made it to where he was in his mind, untrackable, untraceable. Yeah. But then he would just go do normal stuff. Like he did Like swipe his card at the gas station? No, well that, (laughs) but I meant like on the internet, like he was just, you know, doing normal everyday thing, just surfing the news and whatnot. But he was like always convinced that somebody, whether it be the government or hackers or anybody like that online had access to his stuff. So he always tried to stay anonymous. Hmm. That sounds like somebody who would believe the earth is flat, like in our conspiracy show, you know, like that's the kind of people that everybody thinks like it's a conspiracy. Hmm. So, I mean, I know that Tor is just like some, um, I don't know if you want to call it equipment or like something that you download to be able to access that kind of stuff. An interface, if you will. Yeah. So it does help with your, uh, how do you say, anonymity Ooh, that's a big word. Yeah. Um, I bet you'd never hear that on the dark web. Probably not. Um, But it's not foolproof, obviously. Obviously. People can still hack your stuff. Um, one guy was chatting with just some random person in the, like a dark web chat room and mm-hmm. it wasn't anything specific. And the person's like, Oh, is this your IP address? Ooh. And he was like, Oh my God, that's my IP address. So, and they were like, Oh, do you live in blah, blah, blah? 
Like he lives in New York somewhere. Hackers, he, man. Yeah, and it was just like it wasn't on a hacker website. It was just in like some random chat room. So. So like, could you like go to Starbucks and use their Wi-Fi to access the hard, uh, hard, the dark the hard internet, net. and then they wouldn't have your IP address because you're signing in from Starbucks? I mean, I guess you could, but I feel like businesses block certain content from being searched and everything. Freaking so. censorship, man. Freaking That's cen- why you need the deep web. That's why you go home and do it. It's an ever, it's it's a revolving door. It's a cycle. It's probably people who just want to say, f- like, they have freedom, you know? Yeah. Like, kind of like us doing a podcast. You know, mm-hmm, we were kind of mm-hmm. censored on the radio show we did before, and we're like, screw it. We're going to go do our own thing and talk about whatever we want. Yeah. Maybe that's how people feel about the dark web. Sounds like it. I don't know. But, um... So, on the list of things that are offered, illegal gambling, of course, of course. guns, chat rooms. Um, chat rooms? Yeah. What is this, 1990? That's what I'm saying. They just talk about whatever. Blogs, obviously porn's on there. Um, hacking, anonymity type things, forums, counterfeit. Like I said, you can get counterfeit money. Counterfeit? Yeah. Um, whistleblower websites, apparently. Um, fraud, uh, black market, and drugs. And then also non-indexed makes up like 2.2% of it. But obviously there's other things I just don't want to talk about or like say. I feel like um, the drugs is what's surprising to me. Because I feel like it's so it's so mainstream these days that I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that the dark web... Still deals with it? Still, or that drugs have a need for the dark web, I guess. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's literally the drug kings around the world communicating with one another. Yeah. But then I feel like the way they do that is they just have a shootout in the streets. This is my territory, dog. Yeah. That's true. Especially with marijuana, because, I mean, yeah, it's just really not that hard to get. And some of the guys that order dark web boxes get marijuana in the package. But, like, one of them lives in Canada. It's like, okay, I can get that from down the street. And yeah. they're like, I wouldn't smoke this because I don't know if it's actual marijuana Ew. or it's laced with something. Um, I've also seen where they've gotten pill bottles. And there's just a brand of pills, which were in the medical field. So I literally just Googled what it was. And, like, one of them was Motrin. One of them was, <laughs> like, an antidepressant. There was nothing, like, hardcore in there. Um, but it's like, why? Like, why send those? So it makes it creepy. I guess, yeah. And that's what, like, sometimes I'll get, like, a dirty girl's, little Ooh. girl's dress. And they're like, oh, no, uh. I don't like where this is leading. But it's like, anybody could have done that. Um, Have you ever seen The Dark Five? Well, f- first, how much time we got? We got four minutes. Four minutes. All right. So The Dark Five on YouTube. No. So there's a YouTube channel called The Dark Five. Mm-hmm. Just YouTube that. Yeah. I'm not going to say Google it. YouTube it. Yeah. Um, and there was a thing on there that I watched about, I think it was the dark web. Mm-hmm. And it was like the creepiest videos or whatever from the dark web. Yeah. And there was one where um, it was somebody st- like just staring at their webcam. Ooh, yeah. For like hours without moving, without doing anything. Didn't say a word. Mm. And it's like, um, it's got the counter to where you can see that like it hasn't been edited. It's not just like the same oh, frame. It's like a live feed. It's a live feed. Oh. And like I think there was like a clock in the background or something that was actually ticking to prove that it was this person, and they oh. just like were like staring at the webcam for like hours upon hours. The heck. And it was like super creepy. Yeah. But it's like how could somebody sit still that long and just stare without like you know you ever had a staring contest with somebody? Yeah, it lasts like 15 seconds. You know what I mean? You want to have one right now? No. Ready go. But okay. like. So that was one of the things. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the Dark Five. Hmm. And then look at uh, the Dark Web. The Dark Web and the Dark Five. That's a lot of dark. Yeah, I feel it'll like show you some creepy stuff on there. There was all sorts of weird weirdness on there. I feel like that's one of those like psychological things where they just talk about it being associated with the Dark Web, so it makes it way creepier. Right. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if... I mean, creepy in general. Um, somebody just staring at their computer for hours. Like, why are you doing that? But... 
associating it with something that's illegal and like taboo, you know, yeah. makes it a little bit sketchier. So, for sure, for sure. I mean, this is in no way endorsing people to go on the dark or deep web, obviously. Like I already said, I have no desire to go on there. I mean, if there was unicorns for sale, I might. You might buy one. But I don't know if there is, so I'm not going to go find out. Well, so. there you go. Yeah. You don't want to get down too far in that of that iceberg. Yes. You know? Yeah. Look what happened to the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And that one week was like random facts. Most icebergs are made up of penguin pee, so you don't want to go out there anyways. Oh, man. It's gross. That's what the dark web consists of. Penguin pee. There you go. You could probably buy some on the dark web. Ew. Ew. What would you do with it? Nobody knows. Flush it. Make an ice. Make an iceberg. All right. Well, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, weird and rather uh, random, unusual, random, dark episode mm-hmm. of the lab. Yeah. Uh, once again, the weekly lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. If mm-hmm. you've ever surfed the dark web, if you know anything about it, let us know. We'll see you next week.